0: I'm Tom Green, and this is Wit and Wisdom. This week, we're having a conversation about the war in Ukraine, and we're asking a question. Are the Ukrainian people paying the price for American naivety? Let's talk about it and see if we can find the answer. In May of 2021, an American Navy SEAL team breached a compound in Abbottabad, Pakistan, Inside the compound, they found, shot, and killed a cowering Osama bin Laden. It was one of the greatest military victories in American history. America and her allies celebrated the death of the man who brought death and destruction to the streets of New York City. The man who toppled the Twin Towers as we all watched. The man who ended our innocence. We suddenly felt safe again, safe from evil that terrorized the world in the name of God. But killing Osama bin Laden did not kill evil, it simply killed the face of evil. Our celebration was naïve, at best. Since that time we've been involved in a meandering war in Afghanistan, a listless and pointless exercise that started with a bang and ended with a whimper. American troops hurriedly forced to leave under a cover of darkness, leaving behind billions of military weapons and supplies for the same terrorists to deploy against American interests around the world, a fitting end to a feckless attempt to chase our demons into a cave. Back at home, we've been involved in another war. Safe from evil, many turned their collective efforts toward a new and polarizing culture war, an effort by many to spread their values, beliefs, and practices to the masses, a winner-take-all battle royale for the soul of the country. We've been busy in the United States. Busy tearing down statues and arguing about mask mandates, and which personality we should cancel this week, both sides vehemently committed to their cause. Some of the topics deserve our attention, but increasingly, these topics are weaponized by the fringes on our political parties. Weapons in a war of words with seemingly no end in sight. Politics used to serve as a platform through which we might resolve our differences, Today, it serves as a platform ready-made for the cause du jour, a platform for raising money for campaign coffers and political action committees, a campaign and a platform for faux outrage. While we've been naively arguing about statues and whether professional football millionaires should be allowed to take a knee, the world's most evil dictators have been watching. We spent years arguing about whether Russia influenced our electoral system in 2016. While our politicians were spinning yarns about which is to blame, Russia was secretly preparing for war. See, while these internal battles seemed important to some, they simply serve as a distraction to the greater issues. And while the ass-clowns in Washington tussled with each other, many adults in the room wondered, Isn't there something more important that the Republicans and the Democrats should be doing in Washington? It turns out the adults were right. Late last week, 150,000 Russian troops launched an unprecedented war on Ukraine. In a raw display of godless imperialism, Russian bombs and missiles rained down on the Ukrainian people. Death and destruction on a massive scale. Thousands will die in an egotistical land grab. Ukrainians cower in subway tunnels, praying for American help. They won't get it. Hey, before we finish the rest of this story, I just want to take a minute to say thanks and ask a favor. If you enjoy my writing, and in particular this article, I'd be grateful if you take a minute and forward it to a few friends, or encourage them to sign up to receive my weekly emails. I'm always looking to make new friends, and you can play a big role in that. Thanks again for listening in. Now, back to the story. The President of the People's Republic of China is watching us dither, and he's readying himself for war, because Taiwan is next. Our leaders will feign surprise and outrage, sanctions will follow, Taiwan will fall. Death and destruction will follow. We patted ourselves on the back for killing evil back in 2011. We didn't kill evil. We simply killed the face of evil. Evil has been lurking in the shadows, sharpening his claws, planning and preparing to strike. The kind of full-scale military attack that took place last week takes years of planning. It takes years to build the kind of stockpiles of bullets, bombs, missiles, and fuel to undertake such an amazing exercise. And quite simply, we missed it. Because while the new face of evil was preparing, we were dithering with political theater and endless arguments over trivial matters. The man with the keys to the world's largest nuclear arsenal was watching us. He saw the opening, and he pounced. And in response, we promised to deliver the mother of all sanctions. That's like taking crayons away from the third-grade bully. It's too little, too weak, too late. See, we were once the world's greatest superpower, but today we are the world's smallest mall cop. Russia is a major supplier of oil to the United States. We import 21% of our gasoline and petroleum products from Russia. If we had a spine, we would stop that nonsense today. But we won't, because gas will go to $8 a gallon, and also because we'd have to start drilling again on our own shores and that just won't stand. When you fill up your tank this week, 21% of your money will go to support the death and destruction taking place in Ukraine. Think about that while you're pumping gas. It's time we get serious about the ass clownery in Washington, D.C. It's time to send the adults back into the room, or at least try to find some adults to babysit. It's time to recognize that we didn't send the clowns to Washington to play cultural war games. This stuff might seem important. It might make you think you're winning some cerebral war of good versus evil. But how silly all this might seem if a nuclear bomb is detonated in Cincinnati while you're sleeping tonight. So what do you think? Are you ready to pay $8 a gallon for gasoline to support freedom and democracy halfway around the world? Are you ready to put an end to the endless sophomoric bickering that's taking place in Washington? I am. I want to hear from you, and I'll do my best to respond back to your comments. In the meantime, I'd love it if you'd help me out by sending this article to a couple of friends. Maybe it'll help them better understand how we got here and what's actually at stake in Ukraine. And perhaps it'll help them better understand why they might be paying $8 a gallon for gasoline in just a few months. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll be back next week with a more uplifting story. In the meantime, please remember, nothing beats nice. Thanks so much for tuning in, and until next time, remember, nothing beats nice.